everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee, and call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor, and this is episode 396 of the show. Crazy. 396 episodes. Let's go. So before I do the review of the show today, I was just wondering, um, send me a DM when you, well, just when you screenshot this and put it in your Instagram story, let me know if you want a life update. A couple people said that they would like me to do an episode that is a life update. I haven't done one in over a year, somebody told me, and so I am all about it. I'll do one if a lot of you would like one. Um, so sure, why not? This episode today is all about how to scale your business. And today is a Tuesday, but I got back from an event yesterday, so I did not upload a podcast. And so because of that, I will go ahead and give the $100 giveaway today. Speaking of which, we are almost at 2,500 five-star reviews on Spotify and iTunes. And so when we get to 2,500, I will do a $2,500 giveaway. So make sure you get your reviews in, your subscriptions in, and let's scale this baby. Today's reviewer of the show, you have 24 hours to collect your $100 prize, is the Allie F. Stuck in a funk, she pushed me five stars. We all hit that plateau where our paycheck is nice, but don't know where to go for more. Someone recommended me to try Jessie Lee. I'd never heard of her, or I had heard of her, but never tuned in. Boy, am I glad I did. She has changed how I lead my team, the way I think of recruiting, but my favorite part is how pumped up she gets me and how confident I feel. Jessie Lee is the best hype woman ever. I love it. I appreciate you. And I think you'll love this episode as well, the Allie F and everybody else, because this episode is all about how to scale your business. Hope you guys love it. Hope you appreciate it. If you do, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and share this in your Instagram story and with some friends. Hope you all enjoy. Ciao. My secrets. Today's training is going to be about how to scale your business further and faster. Okay. And I think this is important because a lot of you are, uh, at stages of your business where maybe you're not scaling, you're not growing. And, um, by the way, the only way for me to actually communicate this call out to all of you is through pulse. Okay. So all MVPs, it pulses to literally every single one of you. I can't separate it based off of who is or is not hitting MVP. Um, and I would just ask you to police yourself. Okay. Police yourself. You know if you're literally doing 200 points in volume or whatever it is. And I don't know that you need to be on a training call. If that's you, I would say you need to be working. Okay? And that's all I'm going to say about it. Whenever you get on champ calls with a company, what will happen is they start every call and they say, if you're not a champ, please leave the call right now. I don't know how you got the link, but that's okay. You got the link. Get off the call. So just... The month's not over. I get that. But let's make sure we know that this is a leadership call. And Jesse Lee is a little more direct. on (laughs) Jesse Lee is a lot more direct on the leadership calls. And we need to set standards for ourselves. Okay? All right. Moving along. The first thing, if we are going to focus on growth, is I or focus on growing and scaling a business, is I need you to focus on what you want to be, not what you already are. What do you want to be? What car do you want to drive? What house do you want to live in? What events do you want to go to? Who are the friendships you want to have? Don't base decisions that you're making based off of who you are today. Base the decisions in your actions on what you want to become. And when you're looking at your business, I want you to ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now congruent with where I want to go? Brittany Anderson told me that she trained her team the other day and she got on there and she said, do you think, here's a question. I'll just ask you guys. I'll tell you exactly what she said to me. She said she got on her team training and she said, how many of you want to be ranked 10? If you don't know what rank 10 is, 
That's top paid rank. Oh, it was Sydney. It wasn't Brittany. Sorry. This is Sydney. Okay. Sorry. It wasn't Brittany. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Okay. Sydney Smith. She said, how many of you want to be ranked 10? And me, 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 me. And she said, okay. So with, and here's my question for all of you. With how much you worked today, if Jesse Lee did that much work, do you think she would still be ranked 10? You get to answer that for yourself. This isn't for me to judge you. This is for a little bit of perspective. I know when you get that $2,000 check, that $3,000 check, that $5,000 check, that $10,000 check, that $20,000 check, that $30,000 check, you're like, I got it. I've got, I got it going on. I got it going on. But like, are you there yet? Or are you where you are today and you're working as to where you are today and you're forgetting to think about where you want to be in the future? Does that make sense? So you have to check yourself, right? Based on the decisions of where you want to go. And if you don't want to be ranked 10, you don't want to be ranked 9, you don't want to be ranked 8, you don't want to be, I don't know what you want, that's fine. Whatever your goals are, you better start focusing on what you want to be. How do you want to be seen by the world? It doesn't even have to be about money, guys, okay? Is the effort you're putting in today going to make you, I don't know, a self-help guru if that's what you want to be? Is the work you're putting in today going to make you somebody who inspires legions of people? Is the work you're putting in today going to make you whatever, fill in the blank? Because some of you tell us as leaders all the time, you want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this. And then it's like, but do you? Because it doesn't actually make sense. You have to have definite objectives because the decisions you make as somebody who's making $10,000 a year are completely different than the people that are making $10 million a year. I promise you. You are a business. Start thinking like one. Does that make sense to everybody? You're the business. Start thinking like one. The next thing if you want to scale your business is make sure you are ready for growth. Make sure you're prepared for growth. When your business starts to grow, things start to crack. Okay? That is literally why I changed my coaching structure. I changed it from coaching MVPs, which there's hundreds of you who know how to coach people to MVP, to, whoa, we start to crack around rank seven definitely crack at rank eight. The reason is weaknesses are exposed when you start getting up there, right? All these little cracks in the foundation, all these little parts of your business that can't be fixed on a power hour, they can't be fixed on a Wednesday night Zoom, all these little things start to unravel. So make sure you are prepared for growth. Some of you, again, this goes back to the passport thing, If you don't have a passport, you're literally not prepared for international growth. You're telling God or whatever you believe in, I don't want international growth. But the same thing goes for things like virtual assistants. The same thing goes for things like people who can manage your house. The same thing goes for things like who's cleaning your car, who's getting your groceries. Like I'm listing things that are obviously high level and sort of in my life. But where are you unprepared for growth and how can you, how can you fix that so you're not dramatically exposed, right? Because when those things creak and crack, 
if you're not prepared, it can all implode under you. You need to start having processes that are a bit more robust, if you will. We started putting together things like the 212 call because I'm like, I need to spend more time with Christy. I need to spend more time with Tracy. I need to spend more time with Tawny. I need to spend more time with Marisol. I need to spend more time with Nicole and Jamie and Laura and Brooke and Tanya and Roberto and Naya and, and everybody. I need to spend more time with you, right? Because otherwise the cracks get exposed. When people feel like they aren't seen as an example in network marketing, in direct sales, they unravel, right? How can you fill in those gaps? These things are important, okay? Don't get held back by your lack of systems. And if you aren't a good systems person, it's okay. Work together. My, my brain is very systematic in a different way than somebody like, say, Jenny's brain is systematic. So like for me, I know I want to do a giveaway with our team every month, okay? The lead gen alone for Christmas in July was insane. I knew we needed the groups. I knew the systems of certain things. I don't have the brain that thinks send the, the link to people for a free checkout so I don't have to collect addresses. I don't think about software programs so that we don't have to go in and pick a winner. It will literally auto-generate. I don't know about these things because my brain is a different systems brain. And if I don't express that, then we aren't working together. Correct. Better together, like Kristen Morris just said, right? That's that is just an, one example, right? We can scale and grow our business through these giveaways as long as we start to come up with systematic approaches to everything we do. We need a better process. Does that make sense? Like, I'll tell you what was exposed in Christmas in July. Too much, way too much of Christmas in July rode on the backs of myself and then a handful of pro champs. Like, it can't happen like that again. So we have to come up with a better system so we are better prepared for scaling growth. It's not a negative. It's just a woo, woo. All right, who's got the analytical systems brain? Like Megan George helped out a lot too. Megan and Jenny had a lot of, of great, of great um, systematic approaches to that that will allow us to scale up. But I think we all saw the benefit of doing something like that. Today, if you didn't see, I just did the live with um, another Louis Vuitton giveaway for Hibby Libby, <laughs> right? Like, it gets so much freaking attention. So much attention. But we need better systems or else it'll all unravel. Make sense? Cool. All right. The next thing, if you want to scale your business, is you have to learn from competitors who have successfully grown. Okay? Think about how they've done it. Watch how they've done it. How have they succeeded? And this is in everything. Remember when I told you guys, I got on here and I said something to you all about, uh, this is months and months and months ago. I was like, Stormy said she posts on Instagram five times a day, like on her feed. And I was like, oh my God. Right? Like, what the hell? Right? Now, our business is actually bigger than hers. It's just a different compensation plan. So, but regardless, her brand is building very fast. So I watched her grow and I went, hmm, what can I take that works for me and works for the empire? Right? I obviously spend a lot of time around 
um, other very high net worth network marketers because there are parts of their business that have worked very well. I will tell you the, um, he's not my competition. He my boo thing. All right. (laughs) But like the idea of the coaching 12, he said, pick eight to 12 people. He goes, you are running out of time and you're stressed coaching these people who don't deserve your time. I'm like, I'm not stressed. He's like, yeah, okay, (laughs) whatever. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, you're a beast, but like, you need to think about that a little bit. And I said, how do you do this? Like, literally, how do you spend time with your family five days a week? And again, it's European. It's a cultural thing as well. But like, that's very important to him, right? I'm like, I don't understand how you do that. And then like, you have time for sailing trips and you have time for like all this stuff with your friends and, 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 and. And he's like, it's systems. I said, well, what do you mean? He's like, you should spend time with the people who make it so insanely clear that they deserve your time and you just coach them for 90 days. I went, what? He goes, and then you fly them down. You bring them in. You get them competing with each other. You do one call where you get them together once a month. He's like, but they get one-on-one time with you every week and you fix all their problems. I'm like, that's what you do? He goes, yeah. It's just every 90 days. And some people I take for another 90 days. Some people I don't, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? And this is from somebody who's built to number one in two companies. I've built to number one in three companies, for the record. (laughs) I'm a little bit better than he is, you know. I hope he listens to this podcast and is, you know. (laughs) Ah, God. But anyway, like, I thought to myself, whoa, that makes sense. How can I apply that to the empire? So instead of eight, I picked 12, right? I've tweaked little things here and there off of what he said, but it made sense. I saw how he's, all right, Wookie Lee. I saw how he's scaling his business. I understood his business model, which is obviously similar to our business model. And then we got into a uh, competition, no, a conversation about scaling with customers. And what do you know? His core rank is identical. Totally different company. Identical to MVP. Except their compensation plan is a little more strict. He's like, we don't get paid if we don't, at our rank, if we don't get four new customers and 25 um, 25, uh, boxes of product. I said, your core rank is four customers and 25 boxes of product? He said, yeah, why? I was like, (laughs) that's ours. (laughs) That's ours too, which made me think and drives home the point of number three. Where do you think the best compensation plans come from? They're learning from other competitors of how the companies are growing and scaling in a healthy fashion. Huh. Think about it. Okay. All right. The next tip if you want to scale your business and you want to grow your business is you better protect those core business values that you hold. Okay. Because look, when you're scaling your business and you're growing your business, it is very easy for a bunch of crap to happen. Okay. One of the top earners on our team messaged me the other day and she was freaking out. 
Why is there so much MF and drama? I don't know how you do it. How do you do it, Jesse Lee? How do you do it? If there's this much drama in my team and my team is part of your team, then I know yet that that I said, first of all, enough with this my team crap. It's our team. Okay, you need to learn that. I've been telling you that crap for years. You don't own nobody. All right, driving me crazy. But anyway, I said, look, does your team even have core values? Because if you do, then you don't allow that crap to come in to your organization. There's a reason our team does so well. Because before I make any choice of what I do or what I say or how I present myself on a call or whatever, I ask myself, is it aligned with what we do as the empire? Is it expressing empathy? Is it expressing excellence? And is it expressing execution? And if the answer is no, we don't do it. So like, there are people who are performing at higher levels. I put it in air quotes for those of you that maybe are mobile right now. Performing at higher levels, but it doesn't make sense to have them in a core group because they don't have the same alignment. Does that make sense? But what are you, here's the question you gotta ask yourself, what are you making exceptions for in your business because you don't want to maybe ruffle a top performer? Let me tell you something, you don't need to ruffle the top performers, I'm not telling you to get under their skin, I'm telling you, respect them where they are and respect your team and your business enough to know whether something is aligned with what you're doing and whether it's not, okay? Things change massively when businesses are growing. New people come in, old people go out, some people stay, whatever. When you are prepared with your core values and you safeguard your organization, it allows you to scale. There is a reason you're successful to the point that you are. The way that you get more successful is simply by doing more of what you know is aligned with you and your business model. If something makes me feel gross, I don't do it. I do not, I'll give you an example of a couple of, I'm trying to think of some stuff off the top of my head. You will never, you will never train on an empire call if you are not MVP and you do not attend team trainings and you do not help with steak and sizzles or opportunity events and you do not help with a rent chat just telling you i cannot let somebody come in front of our team and teach you how to sell when they are never mvp multiplier or occasionally mvp multiplier you cannot come in front of our team and tell people to recruit, which is you and your ego wanting to come on a call, if you are not a recruiter and you have not recruited somebody. I don't care if your check is $400,000 a month. You are not getting in front of our organization and expressing nowhere near excellence because you want to hear your own self speak. And the reason I make that decision is not because of me. It's because it is not in alignment with what we hold as an importance of our team. It's not in alignment. How are you going to scale an organization 
off of people who don't know how to build a business and hit the lottery with recruits. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not ever. Not on this team. I can love you as a friend outside of the business. You are not getting access to an entire organization of people's lives. And more of you need to actually think about that when you're making these choices of who you're letting train, whose name you're saying in front of people, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's people's actual lives. Does, do you, you know, like, does that make sense to you guys? I don't know if I'm like sounding a little nuts over here, but like you're, you're hurting people and you're helping one person's ego make the decision. And I got a little aggressive on a pro champ call the other day, not with the team, with the company. (laughs) Blake was like, Jesse Lee, can you say something? And I'm like, Oh Lord. Like I was sleep deprived still at the time. Uh, I had like a really crazy messy bun going on. We were mailing out, um, Christmas in July. I said, yeah, close your month. What are you doing pro champs? Or are you just cashing checks? (laughs) I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm not sorry. I said that. I'm just wondering, like, what are you doing for your team? Where, where's your incentive? You're waiting for corporate's promo. Where's your promo pro champs? I went, (laughs) okay. Okay, and I went on for a couple more minutes, and then I and then I text or Blake texted me afterwards. He's like, "That was good." I was like, "Was it?" Because there were some people who made some pretty drastic body movement when I like they were blown back. Megan Hunter would say, "Woo, you blew my wig back." Okay, that's what Megan Hunter would have said. But I mean, aren't you all thinking it? When you don't see your leader on a on an MVP board or something, aren't you thinking? Like, why is that person training me? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I would want to learn from somebody who is doing it. And I will tell you, you know what? Like, there's some people with huge checks on our team that are not performing personally at very high levels. But let me tell you something. It's okay. Because I've had conversations with them Some of them, some of them are a little psycho. It's okay, we love them anyway. We love them where they are. But there are some of these people who go, I shouldn't be training. Like, I have no business training. My personal volume is horrible. Why would I train on how to sell? I am not selling. I'm like, you know what? That takes a big person to admit that. That takes a big person to say, I don't go live. I'm, I, I, I don't post consistently. Why should I tell people how to do TikTok? I don't, I suck actually. I'm really good at cashing that check, but I suck at business. So maybe I shouldn't be in front of the team. Some of those people I've had those conversations with, and I respect that way more than the people who go, put me in coach. I'm ready. But are you? No, no, you're not. All right. The next tip to scale your business. Oh, and welcome to the 212 call. Those of you who maybe this is your first call. Okay. And you're like, what in the hell? What in the hell? I thought she was nice these days. What in the hell? I am nice. Okay. Like, I'm just trying to give you a perspective of how you really got to run a business. You got to get in there. You really got to get in there. All right. Here we go. 
the next tip to scaling a business is you got to build a great team. And I've kind of talked about this already, but I'm not even just talking about building a great team and finding out who's good at systems and who's good at graphics. Like big shout out to Madison Howard Woo! and all those graphics she made for us with Christmas in July. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Madison, happy birthday again. Woo, it feels like my birthday because you were born. All right, so woo All right, look, you've got to have a team of people with different skill sets around you. And this is, this is the only way to scale and grow your business. You're probably going to start needing some staff, right? Like, and look, you have to do this. Because you need people who are consistent and you need people who can help you where you have weaknesses. And you need to weave that into that right culture, into an environment where everybody wants to excel. You know, like all of your team is going to want a lot of the same things. They want to be motivated. They want to be recognized. They want to be rewarded. They want to work theoretically, right? So build that team around you. You can't scale this on your own. I've said this so many times, but I haven't said it in a while. Like I'm personally selling like well over, I'm personally selling well over, um, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of like the conversion, well over $200,000 in sales personally a month, which is like a latte. Okay. Like it's a latte. I'm like a rank eight on my lonesome. All right. Which is cool. But you know what? Is a lot cooler what our team sells every month. That's way cooler. It's way cooler when I hear your stories. It's way cooler when I see what your checks are. It's way cooler when I see those leaderboards. It's way cooler when y'all are driving those free cars. I don't know if you saw my little video I put. It was just a story. I'll put it on my wall. I did a time lapse because I knew it would take a while of when I was um, refilling the champ wall. Right, I was like filling up the champ wall. And man, I, 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 uh, I stood in front of that wall and I cried for like five minutes. I don't know how long it was on the time lapse, but like, guys, that is what all of this is about. That's way, way, way cooler than cashing checks. It always will be. And I'll tell you, like, I want to show you actually, will you hold the laptop in front of the faces really fast? Like, look how freaking happy. Look how big everyone's smiles are. Like, I think that's probably why, like, I mean, it's not the only reason I, I cried, obviously, but like, thank you. Like, do you see how freaking happy everyone looks? Like, they're on this one too, right? They're all everywhere. It's crazy. And then I think to myself, like, all of those smiles are rippling through thousands of other people. And it just like overwhelms me. And I look at your faces and I'm like, we couldn't have done Christmas in July without ding, 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 right? Or we couldn't do Empire Trainings without ding, 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 you know, name too many of them, right? We couldn't do Empire U without ding, 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 That's the power of a great team. And I know a lot of you, you've been so hurt in the past. I know, right? You've been so hurt by, by people. You've been so burned by people that you have a hard time letting people in. You got to stop that. Because if you don't build 
this group of people around you that want to love you and support you. Like, I know some of you have been through some crappy divorces, right? Christy, my girl, right? Like, a lot of you have been burned and scorned by people. It is just, it's just going to be different here. It just is. And you've got to bring people in who aren't like you. That's one of the best things I love about looking at that wall is there are a lot of different people. Like, name your champ or, like, yourself. If you're a champ, well, I know who you are if you're a champ. In the chat really fast. Look at the names. It's a lot of people. How different are they from one another? And did you ever think that that's what makes our team so powerful? We don't look alike. We don't talk alike. There's everything from different political parties in there, different religious beliefs in there, different genders, different skin colors, different sexualities, different everything, walks of life from every single everything. And the reason our team is so good and we are like a freight train nobody can stop is because of those differences. The amount of people a lot of us actually recruit because people look at our team, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's like a screenshot of a Zoom and they go, you got all kinds of people on there. You got men, women. I see black people. I see Asian people. I see Indian people. I see Spanish people. I see white people. I see what in the hell? I see everything on there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't know if you realize it because you're part of this team. But go look at some screenshots of other people's Zooms. Yes, the gays are here for sure. Lots of rainbows. We love them. Okay? Like, (laughs) I love fist pumping. Ryan's fist pumping in my screen. All right? Like, go do a little research. Go look at other people's team calls. It's like Stepford Wives over here. It's like, you know... The Crips over here, the blood's over here, you know, like everyone is segregated. (laughs) Not here. I mean, it's really like that. Some of you have probably been on a team where you're like, I do not fit in here. Whoa. You get on your first Zoom, you're like, oh, whoa, I wore the wrong thing to Zoom. (laughs) Half of you probably don't even have pants on on this call. Oh, no one's gonna know. How would they know? How would they know? Who is it? Who is it? You naked, naked mole rats. That's fine. I'm here for it, okay? Uh, Do I have pants on? You'll never know. I mean, I have people here, so I tried to be a little inappropriate for them. All right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, my next tip, if you want to scale your business, is you have to have guidelines. I'm not talking anything strict, okay? But I want you to have things you believe in. I want you to have structure. I want you to have um, things people are known for. So like from your core values we already talked about, what are the things people can be known for? Like I'll give you an example and obviously I'm about to run over time and I respect your time so I'll try to like hammer through these other ones really fast. Like people know you can't come to headquarters until you're rank four. And it like, my heart a little bit that I said that, but I'm like, 
Y'all can all be rank four. Get the hell up out of here, okay? Y'all can all be rank four. It's just the way it is. And then when you come here, you know, we do the thing where, you know, you take your shoes off because, like, I'm weird about shoes. You know, do you have shoes on your nasty feet? No. Yeah, so yeah, you... <laughs> all right. All my houses are like that. I don't like that, okay? I'm Asian, all right? I don't like that, girl. Get those stanky things. Now I got poop on the floor over there. That's where my brain goes with it, you know? You wear your shoes in the house. Your house is full of poop. You track poop all through your house. I love that word. Who made that word poop? <laughs> all right, but anyway, anyway, I digress. Yeah, that's right. Melee knows. All right, the Hawaiians want you to leave y'all stanky poop shoes at the door. You can put your house shoes on when you come inside. All right, but look. That's just like one little example. Like, we have structure in this team and if you look around you'll see the structure you'll see that things like attitude is just as important on this team as skills and expertise i don't care what your rank is okay except for to come into hq because that's just a rule we all came up with together okay like i care about your attitude i care about your personality not like you have to be a big personality i care about who you are in here in here Okay. I care about if you're hardworking. I care about if you're ambitious for whatever ambitious looks like for you. Because when you have this kind of structure and rules, if you will, people get pulled in the same direction, right? And for us, that would be pulled upward. Okay. Next, if you want to scale your business, you need to sometimes access outside expertise. Recruiting is not always the answer. Sometimes it's outsourcing tasks. Sometimes it's getting around different people. I will tell you, it's really cool. I printed out um, 160 mixed tiles for my walls. So like a lot of you are actually, you don't even know, but like there's more of you now up here. You might see some of the Germans, some Italians on here. Um, Eric, there's Sasha, Trent Shelton, Tanya's up there. Um, Chaz and Anna are up there. Like, I, I, you probably see a lot of you guys. Like, you're all, that's just that wall. There's a whole other wall over there. And then my house is full of of team photos, uh, um, of photos of, like, my life. So, like, you know, me and my godson, me and, uh, well, I have several. So, me and my godsons, my goddaughter, uh, family stuff, you know, just friends in general. And I will tell you, there's a lot of photos of me with people that are not in the business, Right. And I think sometimes we forget that it's important that you get outside mentorship. I think sometimes we forget it's important to bounce ideas off of people that are not doing the same thing you're always doing. So when I printed out photos of like me and Ryan Stuman or me and Dan Fleischman or me and Trent Shelton. Right. Or, you know, whatever. You get the point. All these people like me and Fraser, of course. Right. All these photos of people that are not part of this business but they're a very important part of my life and I bounce ideas off of them. Like if someday Fraser says, I want to be part of the empire, I'm not going to poo-poo him. Okay. If someday Trent Shelton says, I want to be in the empire, I'm not going to be mad about it. Okay. But like I have friendships with these people because they elevate me in different ways. And sometimes you need to have different relationships outside of what you're already doing. It's really important stuff, and I challenge you to do that. You know, look for masterminds. Look for groups and meetups, mom groups, mom, like whatever, in your area. Find other people, you know, like who can help you. Oh, I'm like so over. <laughs> okay, fast, fast, fast. All right, if you want to scale your business, don't compromise on quality or consistency. Never compromise on quality or consistency because both of those things enable growth. There is no point in growing your business if 
your customer service is going to completely deteriorate and you're never going to talk to them. Okay. There's no point in any of that. Your customers will go somewhere else. So have the right processes, have the right culture, have the right staff, because otherwise you cannot maintain the quality. Can you imagine if like prove it wanted to scale and they didn't make a facility big enough to make hibiscus lemonade or something tragic like that. I don't know. Okay. And then we never saw hibiscus lemonade again, or we never saw Mexican ketones again, or like they made them and they tasted bad. Could you imagine? Like what? <laughs> Leslie's sobbing over there. Okay. Like, wh- like how sad she looked like a little fish. She's like, mama, mama, mama. okay. Like what are those things? Don't let that happen. Don't compromise on quality. So think about stuff like, the keto up. Everybody misses keto up. I know. But like, what's more important to you? Keto up that is the quality we're used to, that then we can sell consistently? Or keto up that like, we drop once and it doesn't, can somebody let it in please? And it doesn't work as well. Or whatever. All right? Next one is I want you to identify barriers in your growth. Identify where you are hitting barriers and be honest with yourself, okay? So maybe it's a lack of leadership skills. Maybe it's a lack of selling skills. Maybe it's a lack of recruiting skills, right? Whatever it is, identify your barriers so you can address those weaknesses. Maybe you have a barrier of cash flow, like you are just, you hemorrhage money. I don't know, some of you are terrible with finances. I already know, okay? Well, if you know it's a barrier, your calendar is a barrier, identify it, address it, Find people to help you and fix it, right? And then my last one, because I know we're over time, is you got to be a little bit of a fortune teller. Predict the future. And some of you have been around me a long time, and you've heard me say this 880 times. I live in the future. When I have conversations with you, I'm not thinking about your business today. I'm thinking, ooh. Like, okay, guys, um... There's a big Texas team. Have you noticed? <laughs> okay. Have you noticed the Texas team? We were, I believe it was for Sydney's birthday. And we were here at HQ. And there were all these balloons. And it was very extra here. Like there was a candy bar and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, it was very, 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 very extra. Okay. And after we celebrated with a $200 birthday cake, rainbow birthday cake from Nick and Sam's. Um, it was awesome. Shout out to Holly. (laughs) Okay. When we, after we celebrated with it, I said something to the group that was here. You know, Brie was here. I don't want to start naming people. I'm going to forget somebody. Jenny was here. Brie was, I'm naming people. All right. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up, Jesse. Okay. So anyway, Brittany, of course. Okay. I'm done. There are all these people and we're celebrating. And I said to all of them, I said, imagine what our birthdays are like even next year. right? Courtney was here. Like, oh, like we got people that were sitting in this building cashing $40,000 checks a month, $30,000 checks a month, bunch of them. I'm like, what are we going to be making next year? And then like, guys, when we keep going, even on those bad months, like when you miss MVP or you drop rank or you're feeling, you know, sad about yourself or whatever, like what, how are we traveling in five years? Come on. 
we don't, what's commercial flights? We don't know her. <laughs> I own a plane. I don't know about you. Like, I'm not flying on no damn freaking dirty American Airlines with a damn mask. Ain't no masks on Boss Lee Airlines, okay? <laughs> All right? Like, I mean, what the hell? All right? Like, none of that. Not what you, oh, no. Um, uh, food service starts, food service starts now. Give me my champagne, okay? Give me some 1942 up in here. What you talking about? I'm just kidding. All right, I don't know what Bossy Airlines is going to have, but it's going to be fun. All right, like, I just, I mean, I mean, keto up. Pass the keto up, all right? I don't know. Whatever you guys want to drink, I don't care. All right, yeah, low-key kidding. All right, but anyway, like, I just want you to think about that for a minute. We live in this very normal life, back to, I think, my first point of how to scale your business. We're thinking about today. And more of you really have to think way more out there, way more out there. Like, I know I sound crazy sometimes. I was looking for a dress for a wedding I got to go to this weekend the other day. And I said, hope y'all are ready. Like my, like one of my three weddings is going to be black tie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like I'm just letting you know, like it's going to be very uh, bougie. So be prepared. And then my other, like, Yes, three weddings. Like, hello. Yes, okay. I just, I need more of you to think way out there and not apologize for it. A lot of you, I know how you were raised. I mean, like, I don't personally know, but I know how you were raised. And you were raised to not ask for things. You were raised that, like, enough is enough. You were raised, be grateful for what you have. I'm not telling you don't be grateful, Allie, okay, and Lauren, and anyone else that this is resonating with. I'm telling you to be grateful, of course. But I'm also telling you, like, who, like, there's no limit. So be proud of what you've done, but stop living in 2020. It's not even 2020 anymore. It's 2021 now. What are you doing in 2031? Start painting that picture. Because if you scale your business, you live a crazy life. And I said 2031 right now because this is 10 years of entrepreneurship for me. And I've said it now on like five calls in a row. But if you work the way I work, I'm just telling you, you'll have the same results I have. It'll look different. Your life will look different. Things that matter to you will be highlighted in the way that things that matter to me are highlighted in my life. But there's nothing special about me except for I really work extremely hard and I'm constantly thinking about where I'm going. I raised not asked to come to people's home. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah, like Courtney Chapman never visits because unless I say, are you coming up from Houston, little cutie patootie? Like, hello, before that baby comes out, can like I see you again? No, I forgot to invite you. You're always invited. What the hell? What the hell? I want to see the shelf. I saw you putting a drink on your shelf the other yesterday or something. And I, I need this baby in my life. Ugh. Anyway, you're always invited. All right. But like, it is that. And that's just going to be something a lot of you are going to be battling over and over and over again. And I'm promising you, you're going to be battling it over and over and over again because I still battle it. Like when I post about stuff, I still think, ooh, is that like, is that, am I being a bragging bitch? Like, ooh, like, oh, ooh, ooh, right? Like, is somebody going to take offense to that or whatever? And I'll tell you, like what somebody else feels about you is none of your business. So you do need to go out there and start living your best life. 
You do need to go out there and start showing people what's possible. You do need to put on that show if you want to scale your business. Because scaling your business is not a finite thing. Scaling your business is you go and you go and you go and you go and you hit the goal and you set another goal. You hit the goal, you set another goal, you hit the goal, you set another goal, you hit the goal, and you set another goal. The finish line doesn't actually exist. Or if it does, it's a marathon of sprints. I'm sprinting. And I will take a, whoo, okay. And then I get back up again and I go again. Go watch the Olympics. I don't know. <laughs> if you need a, an example of what sprinting is. You got to go fast. There is still enough time in this month for those of you who are sitting on this call and you're like, I'm that person that's not MVP and I'm not doing crap. Then finish your month strong and stop working your business like it's today. Because some of you are bringing in plenty of customers, but you're living today. And so you're not thinking about how you cultivate that into a business. You're bringing in plenty of recruits, but you're not cultivating them as people into a business to live in the future. And so shift your perspective around that a little bit and capitalize on stuff like Christmas in July, like hibiscus lemonade, like whatever else drops. Okay. These things are all set in place for you to succeed. And then lastly, if you are somebody who does have that systematic approach, I think I saw Kiana say like, oh, my brain works like that. Look, We need those of you with those brains to put this together because there's no reason we can't continue giveaways in the future as long as things start to get streamlined a little more because that is definitely a gap of mine that is completely identified and I refuse for it to be a crack. I want this to be something that almost like network marketing becomes known for. Like so much value on the front end and then everybody coming back together. I will tell you, 